Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Pasithea Powder. The following recordings continue the thorny tale of Lieutenant Sophie Green and Dr. Jane Gonzalez, two lonely women from the planet of Cassandra, and the secrets they discovered after the war. Last time, Jane and Sophie got to know each other better. Unfortunately, those crazy kids have yet to make it work, and Sophie left Jane alone in bed while returning to the stars. A very special thanks to premium patrons Cece Fong, Finley Stout, and Anonymous, who helped make this episode possible. This is episode 17, Happy Birthday, Lieutenant Green. Let us begin. The time is 0700 hours on the fifth day of the eighth month of the fourth year of Reina Valencia's reign. This is Agent Cullen. Also present in the room is... Oh, Sophie Green. Lieutenant Green. Is this really necessary? Also present in the room? Alan Hendricks, trainee agent. Badge number. We don't need your badge number, Hendricks. You're here as a witness, and I am making a record of this conversation so there are no misunderstandings. Right, Lieutenant Green? Right. Ordinarily, you would receive your orders via the usual channels, but I volunteered to share them with you because we have unfinished business, don't we? Do we? We do. You owe me reports, Lieutenant Green. Clean and honest reports of anything you witness. Perhaps now that you are no longer calling the shots, you won't be tempted to manufacture a narrative to suit your ego and will instead present observations that are unvarnished, succinct, and timely? Well? I guess you better give me my orders. You will be flying with Captain Dunn on the Ardent. I don't know Captain Dunn. There's no reason why you would. He's from Cadmia. The PSA? It's a joint mission. You weren't the reason for it. But it's no coincidence that you've been assigned to it. They're going to keep an eye on you. And you're going to keep an eye on them. You're recording this... For Reina Valencia, and for myself, and no one else. And, no offense, dude, you trust this guy in the corner? I would never betray Agent Cullen's trust. Recordings have a habit of falling into the wrong hands. In your experience... When do I ship out? Immediately. Your new uniforms are waiting next door. I trust there's nothing you need from your apartment? Nothing. Go get Lieutenant Green's things for her, please, Hendricks. Right away, Agent Cullen. I'll conclude this recording. (sighs) So, I didn't want to say this on the recording. Gotta keep chipper for the Queen, but... Cullen, you look rough. Yes, well, I wonder whose fault that is. You look like you slept in those clothes. That makes two of us. Ah! Safe houses are called safe houses for a reason, Lieutenant Green. Overnight guests are not the pinnacle of safety. Oh my god. How did you know? Don't answer that. Your ride this morning. The scanner picked up- I said don't answer! Another life form still in the house. You will be billed for cleaning fees, naturally. Jesus Christ, this is worse than my mother. Please, can this conversation be over, please? I'm not enjoying this any more than you are. 
You're a fucking liar. Look at your face. <clears throat> yes, good. Thank you, Hendrix. Put that down there. Any last questions, Lieutenant Green? None at all, Agent Cullen. Hi. I I know you told me not to call you, but um it's been a year now and things are pretty pretty different than um than they were, so Hi, Mom. I hope you're doing okay and that Dad's doing okay and that Abuela's health is okay. I'm doing okay. I don't know if you heard, but I'm I'm staying on Nemea for the time being. I'm safe. I'm doing science, like we always talked about. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't want to keep you. I just wanted to talk to you. Um, call me back whenever you're free, and um, we, we can talk. Uh, love you. Captain's log? Uh, shit. Log. I made it to the dock. Ship's here. It's top of the line. Very fancy. I'm trying to find the positives, and one is definitely getting to play around with her. The Ardent. The ship's here, but the captain's not, so the ground crew wouldn't let me aboard. Apparently, Captain Dunn got unavoidably detained? Hungover? I haven't spoken superior euphemism in a while, so I'm not sure. So, he'll be here tomorrow, and in the meantime they got the whole crew rooms at this... Hotel is way too generous. It's super fucking hot in here, and we're definitely not regulation distance away from the base. Every time there's a launch, the whole thing shudders. Like so. Too much to hope for a minibar. I'd go out, but I'm not trying to... I'm trying this thing where I don't create problems for myself. Not problems I can't handle, anyway. So, even though there was a time in my life when I would have shown up to a room like this and thought, no thanks, and turned right around and gone out for a drink and brought a stranger home, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to... I'm going to call Jane. Yeah, I'm totally going to call... Wrong room. This is Lieutenant Maple Salazar. I've been assigned to this room. Oh, shit. One second. I... Hello? Who is this? Um, you're the one calling. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to reach Lupe Valdez, but it seems like maybe I was misconnected. Wait, you said D Thomas Valdez residence? Mom, there's someone on the comms for you. Can you tell them I'm busy, please? She's busy right now, may I take a message? Uh, how old are you? What? Y you don't sound four, so is Lupe your stepmom? Uh, sorry, but that's a weird question. Mom? What? They want to know how old I am. What? Oh my god, I'm sorry. Bye. 
This message is for Director Bernadette Moon. You requested unofficial updates as well as official progress reports on our new research subject, so here I am. I'm sure the psychiatric team can update you on the other's apparent psychological state of being, so I won't get into that. Weber and Moreau attached our monitor to its apparent skull, using information from a remote team viewing the other on desynced video. Although from their perspective, they were attaching nodes to thin air above the apparent subject's head, unable even to feel the other's true body with their hands. Sensory input beyond the visual is therefore reaffirmed to be part of the other's chameleon effect. We gathered brain readings that are exactly what one would expect from a 15-year-old human male undergoing the initial stages of Pasithea exposure. Our vital readings, although impossible to detect for our scientists in the room, prove to be more instructive for the remote team. We believe we have located two hearts in its lower torso, one anterior lateral, one anterior distal. Its pulse appeared high by ordinary human standards, although we have no true baseline for the individual or for the population, so it is unclear as to whether this was an effect of Pasithea exposure or not. In layman's terms. Extremely early hypotheses are that the other's brain physically and chemically alters when it is in a chameleon state, which as yet offers us no clear path forward for determining its sapience or intelligence or indeed presence when not in a chameleon state. Breaking it down one step further, we're still not sure how to talk to it or if we can talk to it or if there's something to talk to. Weber is recovering at home after his exposure. Moreau insists they do not need to take a leave before resuming work. I will keep you apprised of further progress. Log. Lieutenant Salazar snores. This is information I'm glad to have. It's the little humanizing details that really paint life's picture. They snore, and they wake up at ass o'clock in the morning to exercise. They're also a consummate professional, because when I opened the door and they saw that it was me, their face only fell for like five seconds before they snapped back into the usual bland attentiveness. I tried asking them about Captain Dunn, but they don't know any more than I do. And when I tried to gossip, they shut me down. They actually said, I try not to speculate about captains, unless they deserve it, or at all. Unclear. They went to bed almost immediately and slept through without even moving. Having Salazar's appear is going to take some getting used to. Thinking about it, I thought I was the only one being punished here, but maybe they are too. That or they've been sent to watch me? That would be hilarious. Like the little old lady who swallowed the fly. But how far does it go? Am I the fly? Or am I the bird or the spider or the whatever else there was? Anyway, Salazar's up and out, and I'm here taking my sweet time until roll call, because who knows when I'll get another chance. I should call. What time is it on Nemea? Let's look. Oh, shit, it's my birthday. <laughs> this, this, oh, this is why I completely forgot. This is why there was that message from Mom. I thought it was weird. I hadn't even told her about this new assignment yet, but she's calling all sweet and nice and you're still my baby. <laughs> wow. Whew. Fuck. So, Sophie, what does 25 feel like? 
I don't know, Sophie. Have you ever tried to thread a needle drunk? Well, when they make the movie of my life and I'm played by Renee Barney, the filmmakers are going to wish they had a record of what I was feeling at this exact moment. Hungry, tired, sweaty, horny, sad, afraid, but excited. Yeah, how often do you get to wipe the slate clean like this on your birthday? Almost never. I don't remember what I did for 24. 20 to 23 were a blur. So, 25th chances. New captain, new ship. Let's go. There is not enough information to connect you. Yes, there is. Please clarify. Please call mom. There is not enough information to connect you. I called this extension yesterday and you connected me. Please provide more information so that I may connect you. Location, Cassandra. Angels Reach Province, Santa Pedra. Person, Edith Gonzalez. Please connect me. No such person exists in the database. What? No such person exists in the database. You don't literally need to repeat it. I heard you the first time. <laughs> what? Hello to you too, Gonzalez. Bro, this is not a good time. This is a break room. You don't get to tell me it's a bad time to take a break. There's another break room down the hall. This one has the coffee I like. Fine. I'll leave. Were you crying? No. I thought I was going to be the one having a breakdown at work this week. I mean, I am the one who saw a shape-shifting alien turn into their grandmother and beg for its life, so it seemed like I had the market cornered. I'm not having a breakdown. Sure, you're not. You've been strung tight enough to snap all week. It has been a stressful week. I'm just saying, I'm getting kind of tired of this. You're getting kind of tired. Yeah, of you moping around, sighing heavily and looking haunted, flinching at your comms whenever someone calls you and glaring at it when no one does. It's exhausting to be around. Can you just cheer up or just, you know, stop being such a downer? If this is about me yelling at you, uh, first of all, I don't want to talk about Sophie Green's war crimes again. And second of all... Oh my god. You're crying. Why are you crying? Please, stop crying. I'm just... I'm having a really bad... Just a week. And uh, first I found out that um, you were right and Isabel Rowley didn't die of a heart attack. And now a friend of mine is... It's in trouble, and then she left, and my, my, my mom changed her fucking number, and, and I slept with Sophie, and, and that was a, a huge mistake, and, and can you just leave me alone, please? Um, no, not when you're freaking out. No, no, I'm sorry, but I, I don't need to be told that I'm bad at my job right now, okay? You're not bad at your job. Uh... You're not that bad at your job. Or, I mean, it's not your fault that you're bad at your job. Are you, is this you trying to be nice to me right now? Sorry. 
sorry, um, do you want some coffee? <laughs> well, you are really bad at this. Yeah, well, you stopped crying. Kinda. Do you want to talk about it? Time out. Please specify a recipient or the call will end. <sighs> Please specify a recipient. Oh, sorry. Do I have your full attention? Yes, Lieutenant Captain Green? Dunn. Sorry. I forgot to turn my alerts off. I didn't want to distract. Good. Well, as I was saying before Lieutenant Green started fidgeting, I am Dimitri Dunn. Captain or sir to you. Captain of the Ardent. You're all here for one simple reason. To prove that Cassandra is capable of playing nicely with the PSA. And vice versa. That is our only purpose. So there will be no pranks. No hazing. No shenanigans. Not on my watch. We do this clean, or we don't do it at all. Now, I'm going to assume I've been heard. But I want Lieutenant Salazar and Green to specifically indicate that they heard me. Yes, Captain. Yes, sir. Now, Lieutenant Salazar, it says here you were first lieutenant on your last ship, which was... The Tortoise, sir. And Lieutenant Green, you were a captain, weren't you? With quite a career for someone your age. Where were you most recently? Also the Tortoise, sir. Well, how about that? All right. Here's how we're going to do it. Since I haven't worked with either of you before, and since you're coming to me under, frankly, bizarre circumstances, I'm not going to assign a first lieutenant until I get a chance to know you better. In the meantime, with the duties of the first lieutenant and so forth, you can just figure it out, right? Figure it out. Amongst yourselves. There are things that have to get done, and we're just going to do them, okay? Hmm. Captain Dunn, this is... <clears throat> yes, of course, you have to see us in action to know our strengths, but with respect, as you know, there are protocols specific to the first and second lieutenant, and while I am totally um, open to a little flexibility and suiting our own skills and so forth, with the stakes so high, I wonder whether it would be better to be a little more concrete. I see. Well, I appreciate your candor, Lieutenant Green. But it would be unfair to Lieutenant Salazar here if I were to make them second lieutenant when they'd just been first. Then Sir, I'll just I wouldn't take mind And it. I can't ask someone who used to be captain to play second fiddle to her former lieutenant, can I? So, it's a pickle. And we're just going to wait and see who's better suited based on the specifications of this ship. The Ardent is unique and rather beautiful. Yes. I can see that. So we're just going to fly her and see who comes out on top. Not that it's a competition. Sir, of course, but... If we're going up against the others... This again. Lieutenant Green, have you ever actually seen an other? I have, yes. What did it look like? It looked like a friend. Of course it did. Lieutenant Green, I want you to ask yourself a question. Has anyone ever seen an other? Really seen it? Does any proof actually exist that the others... Yes. Let me finish. Yes. There is evidence. We have seen them. We've seen what they do. Jane Gonzalez and her Lieutenant team... Lieutenant Green. Lieutenant Salazar. Have you ever seen another? I have not, sir. Very good. Now, I want to draw everyone's attention to the floor plan I have Direct sent to Direct questions. Memorize what? it. 
Direct questions get direct answers. I know it's been a while, but he'll pick it back up in no time. But come on, Salazar. He thinks... I know. He's not the first, and he won't be the last. Doesn't mean we don't have to keep things in ship shape. No shortcuts, no backtalk, and we can all be friends. I like to think of my crew as family. All told, you may go to your quarters. We launch at 1800 hours. I want you ready at your post an hour prior. Lieutenant's on flight deck with me. Dismissed. Oh, and one more thing. Happy birthday, Lieutenant Green. Well, if you're accusing me of rotten judgment, I guess I can't refute that. Well, I mean, Sophie Green. Seriously? Seriously. And please don't start with the... I I don't want to talk about the war or our history or... I I can't fight with you right now, so... Yeah, 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 no, just... God, what was that like? Um... Uh, I don't need details. I just mean, I was kidding about the girlfriend thing. Doesn't she, uh, hate you? I listened to the telescope tapes. Like, you aired her dirty laundry in front of the entire galaxy? I mean, I'd hate you. It's more complicated than that. Apparently, yeah. (sighs) So, um, do you hate me? Or, Or can we at least parlay my personal humiliation into a better workplace environment? I don't hate you. You just don't think I'm smart. You know, you just... You're acting like things are different now. Like being here in the PSA, working for the Allied Scientific Division, is somehow different from churning out Pasithea upgrades for Reina Valencia. It is different. Not from where I'm sitting. We're not making more Pasithea. We're trying to undo what I did. Gonzalez. Yes, fine, I, I know. There's no such thing as a reversal. We're trying to treat the symptoms of Pasithea exposure and stimulate the neural pathways altered by Pasithea response. Wrong. And then... We're doing free research on Pasithea and the others for the PSA. Isn't that what I said? No. God, talking to you is so weird. You're a baby, except you've also seen some shit. You're like a little world-weary baby. Okay, you are 26. You don't get to pull the same ageist crap as Weber and Morgan. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's not because of how old you are. Maybe it's just that you're... Cassandran. Let me ask you. Who won the war? Is this a trick question? Obviously. Tell me anyway. Who won the war? No one. The PSA forced a ceasefire. Wrong. Come on. You can do better. Fine, okay. Medea won. The PSA won, Gonzalez. They got to watch us weaken each other for three years so they could swoop in and turn us into member states on their terms. And then, bonus, they got you, which means they got Pasithea. No one's asked me to manufacture Pasithea. No one outside of our team has any of our research, and I know what everyone on our team is doing. See? Baby, why would you think that? You really think the PSA is fine just partnering with Cassandra in our transplanetary witch hunt instead of getting someone to make them Pasithea guns of their own? Look, it doesn't matter. Cassandra has active Pasithea, and, and yes, I'm sure you're right, and that we'll start to see Pasithea cropping up in other systems. That just makes what we're working on more important. Reversing Pasithea's effects has never been more critical. Oh, sure. If someone was doing that, that would be awesome. What are you talking about? We're doing that. No. Like, think for a second. 
Why did they hire you? Is it because you're super smart and super special? Or is it because you're famous? You're saying Moon doesn't want us to succeed. If the PSA had an actual interest in creating a Pasithea cure, would they have put a traumatized 24-year-old with basically no experience or background in three of the relevant fields of study in charge of the project with, like, absolutely no oversight? They want us to fail. This is all a very expensive publicity stunt. Yeah. I mean, what else could it be? Great. Look, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you. No, no, it's... it's better to know, I think. Yeah. Uh, are you gonna cry again? I'm not gonna cry. Hey, um, I'm sorry about your mom. And your friend. And your Captain Green situation. Thanks. Uh, uh, if you want to have a breakdown, the floor's open. I'm good for now. Bro. Yeah? Want to make a Pasithea cure anyway? Gonzalez, Moro, we've got another 30 minutes before the model renders, Lorelai just said, so don't bother getting up. Is there any coffee left? Yes. Yes? Hey, the pot's empty. What the hell, right? <sighs> okay. Well, hello. What a day. It's... Oh, actually, not too late here. Damn, I thought it would be like midnight, but it's more like nine. But, wow, my eyeballs are tired. My brain is tired. My back is tired from standing up straight so long. When you're a captain, you get to, I don't know, slouch around, strike those debonair poses. I was kind of hoping I would get you so we could toast. Um, also because I should have called you earlier, but I... Mostly, I just need to tell you about this captain, because he is 100% going to get us killed. He's... Remember Mr. DeSoto from junior year? Same complete disregard for anything approaching a plan. Same surely we're all friends here fucking attitude. Same smirky smile. Done is like Mr. DeSoto was, minus the easy tests and the cute pictures of his dog. Plus, um, he doesn't believe the others are real. Yep. Thinks they're a hoax. I didn't even know. I genuinely thought that was just something people in, I don't know, those mining towns with no streams thought. But no, here he is, a captain in the PSA. And that's not even how he's going to get us all killed. We're not going to get eaten by others and our heads used as baseball helmets. No, that would be too dignified. What's going to happen is he's going to overheat the engine of the Arden to doing some kind of useless trick he absolutely does not know how to do because this beautiful goddamn ship with 12 times the power and maneuverability of anything I have ever flown is totally wasted on him. This loser. This child. You know, if I didn't know Agent Cullen and, hey, Maybe I don't. He is an agent of the Queen's Guard after all, and I'm just some washed-up war hero who is only accidentally good once upon a time. 
Uh, but anyway, I was going to say, if I didn't know Agent Cullen, I might start to think that I was given this job not to be Cassandra's eyes and ears, not to prove that we can play fair, but to make sure this particular ship of fools does not meet an untimely death out of sheer... Ugh. That or die in the attempt. That would be convenient. Literally no one would question it. So anyway, the day was what it was. I don't remember most Hi, of them. Sophie. But I- oh my god! Have you been here this whole time? Have I just been... How long have you been there? Uh, just the last couple of words. I just woke up, saw the call, so I picked up. Well, hi. I'm really glad you... I'm really glad I caught you. I just got finished ranting about... Well, if you listen after this, you'll get the gist. It just wasn't what I wanted from today, you know? Um, that doesn't sound pleasant. What's today? What's today? I... (laughs) It's my... I'm 25. It's my birthday. Oh. Right. Um, sorry. Uh, it's, it's four in the morning here. I, I I forgot about time differences. So, so not a good one. (laughs) You could say that. It was... You know, I I said this all already. It's okay. You can just listen to the tape. Okay. So, what else is new? Nothing. Literally nothing. This is my life now. I thought the friendship delegation was bad. I thought being a social pariah was bad. I did not think life on the tortoise was bad, but I guess it was. I don't know. I'm not the person to ask. But this! It's early days, but I think this might just take the stale birthday cake. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I should ask about your day. How are you? I'm fine. There's been a lot going on here. I had, um, an inspirational conversation with a colleague. I have confidence that the work we do this week will matter. Was this Moreau? Yes. I think we finally came to an accord. I thought you hated them. You called them a dick. No, I don't hate them. We've had differences of opinion, and they've been... We've each had our frustrations, but I think now... We can work together. So you trust them? That's a specific way of putting it. They're my colleague. I have many others. We are all working on critical information every day. I don't trust them all with my bank account, but I trust them to know their material, and I trust that they won't poison my coffee. Mostly. But they're still Median, right? Moreau. Moreau specifically is very Median, right? I don't see why that matters. The war's over, isn't it? You tell me. Okay, fine. The war is over. We can work alongside Medeans the same way we've worked alongside Medeans for the last seven centuries, barring the last four years. You know we're actually much more culturally and genetically related to Medeans than we are to the rest of the PSA, right? Yeah, Dr. Gonzalez. Somehow even this college dropout managed to pick up on that information. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to condescend. There is actually something we should talk about. Yeah. I can't stop thinking about this thing with Rowley, what Blanc told you. Oh, right. 
I've been thinking a lot about that too. I think you were right. And Blanc isn't a reliable source of information, so we should act as though it's not true. Okay. That's not what I expected you to say. What did you expect me to say? I was ready to talk you out of it. Part of me thought that one of these days I'd get a call from you and you'd already be back on Cassandra hatching some plan to bust her out. (laughs) Well, if I was going to do that, I wouldn't tell Lieutenant Sophie Green of Her Majesty's Service about it first, would I? Right. Sorry, that was a joke. Yeah. I'm not planning any rescue missions, I promise. If Rowley is alive, the only thing I can do to help her is to continue doing my work and hope to God we see success soon. I think we've got a better way forward right now than we've had before. I'm sure I can make it work. I'm sure of it. In fact, Moreau and I... What the fuck? What? A fucking joke? No, it wasn't. You wouldn't tell me. Sorry, you're mad at me because of a hypothetical situation that hasn't happened and won't happen? How do I know it won't happen? I'm not mad about a hypothetical, I just know when something's a joke and when it's not. That's what they would give me an honorary fucking doctorate in. I'm sorry. I promise to tell you if I decide to heroically go rescue Isabel Rowley from the cell she is almost certainly being kept in in the Queen's prison. You should be more careful about what you say on a recording. <laughs> is that what this is about? I guess we never really talked about it. I apologized, and, and you wanted to move forward, but sure. I took your comms unit. I gave it to Eleanor Lopez. I'm still sorry I hurt you. Is that what you wanted to hear? By design, we never talked about it. You think it was easy moving forward? You think I did that on autopilot? I decided to do that. I needed to be your friend more than I needed to be able to trust you. I don't trust anyone, not 100%. You don't. You took your second oath of service six months after you heard Reina Valencia tell me she'd been hiding life-changing secrets from the public and the PSA, but you don't trust anyone 100%. That's different. Sure, okay, it's different. You don't trust me. That's okay. I did what I had to do. I understand the consequences. You're saying you trust me. What do you want me to say? I want you to tell me you trust me. I trust you. Liar. Sophie, you're a soldier. You have loyalties. I've never thought that you would put my interests over Cassandra's, and I I don't think we knew when you enlisted that there were going to be limits to what we could share. It's not that I don't trust you. I just understand you. When I enlisted? Do you know how fucking long it's been since I enlisted? The people we are when we enlist are never the same again. And yeah, maybe I was never going to share those recordings with anyone. Yes, I was protecting myself. And yes, I was protecting Cassandra. But I was also protecting you. I had a lot of ideals when I enlisted. And if it's a problem that I still hold some of them, well, then we have a problem. But a big part of why I enlisted was to protect you. Both of you. People like you. And that hasn't changed. Jesus Christ. You wanted to protect us? You wanted to protect us? Protect me. What has that ever worked out for you? I spent a year in the custody of the Queen's Guard while you signed up to be paraded around the PSA and let people tell you how brave and handsome you are. I almost died because a man hid in my closet with a knife. Where were you? 
I, I was kidnapped. I was arrested again. I was poisoned. I had to watch Evelyn. Hmm. I had to watch it again. And you protected me, I guess. But, but by working for the people who were doing all of that to me. That's not fair. And I don't believe you can't be holding all that against me. What are you really mad about? You have no idea. Because you won't tell me. And this is exactly why it's not recommended for doctors to have personal relationships with their patients. Because you're right. It's not fair. But it's not fair that I have to know. It's not fair that I have to remember. Then let me help. Let me remember with you. No. I can't. Because the thing is, the Sophie who asked me to take it away, she trusted me. Thank you for listening to the Pasathea Powder. This was episode 17. Happy birthday, Lieutenant Green. Tune in next time to see, well, how you come back from that. Captain Sophie Green was portrayed by Jackie Hedman. Dr. Jane Gonzalez was portrayed by Molly Olguin. And Agent Cullen was portrayed by Antal Specter Zabuski. Aidan Valentine was Cullen's assistant. Elisa Park was Lieutenant Salazar. Oren Olguin was Lupita's son. Sarah Rebecca Gaglio was Lupita. Brandon Wen was Captain Dunn. George Moreau was voiced by Tim Briggs. Torian Brackett was Mordecai Weber, and the voice of the computer was Cade Lebron. Narration by Ming Dynasty Eunuch Dining Partners. Original music by Annie Moriando. If you've enjoyed our little story, we hope you'll tell your friends about us and rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. You can also find us on Twitter at Pasathea Powder or on our website, PasatheaPowder.com, where show scripts are available. To help us do what we do best, please consider becoming a patron. For bonus content and to support production costs, find us on Patreon. Or to make a one-time donation, visit our Kofi. The Pasathea Powder was created by Bad Wine Productions. Dr. Gonzalez and Captain Green will return in episode 18, The Truth. Okay, places, please. When you're ready, take two. Welcome to the year 1976. 2012. 1995. Emma? What are you- No, you shut up and listen.
What? I said shut up. I, I don't. All right. I'm not sure my heart could take the end of that sentence. I don't want to hurt you. Oh, Rach. What? Are we, uh, are we doing the right thing? <laughs> I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> Me neither. Y2K Take 2. For more information, please go to y2kpod.com. I think... I think everything is gonna be alright.